Well, I just want to welcome everyone into this edition of Cover 32's Team Previews. First up, we have Brandon Ray. He is the managing editor of the Jacksonville Jaguar site. You can follow him on Twitter at Brandon underscore Ray 79. And first of all, welcome, Brandon. It's nice to have you here. Nice to be here. Thank you, Ian. Well, like I said, we, we got a lot to talk about, so we'll, we'll get right into it. So the Jags, Doug Marone is making his triumphant return as a uh, head coach. Do you, do you think he's going to be the guy that's going to be able to finally get them over the hump? You know, they've always been building for something special, but never seems to, seems to come to fruition. Well, I think that Doug Marone is going to do better than most people expect out of him. So I think him being a disciplinarian uh, as a head coach to a young Jaguars team, it's going to benefit them a lot. And he's also got Tom Coughlin on his team as well, which is even better. And, you know, they're both disciplinarians and Coughlin, you know, he's won Super Bowls. He knows how, he knows the organization. He worked with them in the beginning of his career. He had a, a, a 20, he had a 500 record, um, at Syracuse when he was the head coach. He went 25 and 25. Then he went on uh, to coach the Buffalo Bills in 2013, 2014. Had a 15, 17 record with them, but he did lead them to their first winning season for the first time in 10 years in 2014 at 9-7. And and a big thing that I think most people are missing out on is that the Jaguars have the talent on the roster. You know, they've got a nice upcoming defense in Jalen Ramsey, Telvin Smith, Dante Fowler, if he he can get back on track to where he was. But the only thing that could keep Marone from leading this team is quarterback position like Bortles, it all it's all gonna revolve around him and it's he's basically gonna determine how that team does this year. Well that's a that's a perfect segue because that, that would be my next question is is Blake Bortles gonna handcuff Doug Marone? Because I mean he he showed some promise a couple seasons ago and last year it was a complete one eighty and you know for the most part he is looking like more of a bust than uh, having a high ceiling. What do you think Blake Bortles' season is going to be like this year, and is he the guy that can actually lead this team to some wins? You know, there's there's reports, there's news that Doug Murrow says Bortles is looking good. He's He looks ready. He looks like the leader. That's said every year about Bortles, and he's just not showing it. You know, he I don't, I don't think, you know, he's in a slump right now, and I don't think he's getting out of it anytime soon this year, but I think this year with a new head coach coming in and along with Tom Coughlin, the executive vice president of football operations, they can teach him a thing or two. And another thing that would benefit Blake Bortles is having a nice running game letter format. So personally, what I believe is if a quarterback has a good productive running back, pressure is going to be taken off of them and they're going to, they're going to do well. Case in point, Dak Prescott, I believe that if Ezekiel Elliott was not in that offense, Prescott wouldn't have had the amazing season that he did last year. I think he would have done average, um, but Elliott definitely carried that offense, and Prescott was able to do the rest of the work. And what another thing that's going to help Bortles is that he's got yet another weapon in D.D. Westbrook. He'll go along with Allen Robinson, Allen Hearns, Marquise Lee. So he's got all these weapons around him, and he's got the nice running game in Fournette, along with T.J. Yeldon and Chris Ivory, assuming uh, that Ivory's staying, because I actually wrote an article for the Jaguars a couple weeks ago that Ivory could see uh, the door just because Yeldon is younger. He's His ceiling is still high. Ivory's basically peaked 
I think two years ago with the Jets, that was his best season. I don't think he's going to have another one. And I just think that the running game is going to help Bortles in the long run. But again, I'm willing to say that Bortles throwing interceptions will still be a major factor in the Jaguars' losses this season. So it's not going to be because they didn't produce. It's not going to be because of this or that. I think it's going to be interceptions, which is going to it's going to screw over the Jaguars. Well, he uh, he actually recently say, uh, said Bortles, that is, that he tried to do too much last year and that that led to a lot of the turnovers. Is that something that's realistic or is it more of him just, you know, trying to build up his own confidence, knowing that he can hopefully improve this year? Well, like I said, going back to uh, have, having Leonard Fournette in the backfield, it's going to take the pressure off of him because look at it last year with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, he was off planet Earth last year in the first couple weeks, and then he came back to Earth, and he just collapsed. I personally believe it's because, first of all, he didn't have like the great weapons that he does now, Alshon Jeffrey and Torrey Smith. But I feel like the, the running game, if Philadelphia had a running game, Carson Wentz would have done better. Now, that's why I said that Prescott did great last year with Elliott running the ball. But Bortles won't have to do as much work this year. You know, Fournette's going to do, he's, he's going to pound the rock. He's going to do the dirty work and he's going to carry that offense. And Bortles is not going to do as much as people think that he has to. Well, what do you think is a realistic uh, expectation for Fournette's uh, rookie year? Is he going to hit a thousand yards? Is he going to go over that? I think he gets over 1,100 rushing yards and double digit scores. And personally, if I'm going to make a full prediction, I think he wins Offensive Rookie of the Year. So it's not going to be Deshaun Watson or Mitch Trubisky. I think that they're going to do well in their rookie season, assuming that they both start to play. But Fournette, he's in the better situation. And I think he's I think he's Ezekiel Elliott 2.0. He's not going to do as well. He's not going to run for over 1,600 rushing yards, only because of the offensive line difference. The Cowboys have had one of the strongest offensive lines in, the, in past years. Jaguars obviously don't. But Fournette, he's bigger than Elliott. He runs just like him. He's able to truck people. He's also able to just run past him just because he's got that speed. He had 240 pounds at the time during the combine. He ran four or five, and now he's lost weight, so he's probably gained a little more speed too. And like I said before, I think he's going to carry the offense if Blake Bortles can well, it's, it's funny uh, that you said that because that's actually something we agree on. I actually said that Leonard Fournette would be the breakout rookie this season, and I, I agree with you. I think he's going to I, – I think Ezekiel Elliott light is a good description because, you know, like you said, they do not have the offensive line that Dallas has, but, you know, he's certainly able to put up a good chunk of yards even, even at a disadvantage like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I was no, I was just saying that. Just like, like I said, he, he won't have the rookie year that Elliott did. But I think, I, I, if you want me to be honest, I thought Elliott deserved offensive rookie of the year last year, just because of the damage that he did to teams. You know, sixteen hundred rushing yards and fifteen touchdowns in your rookie season is unbelievable. I get why Prescott won the award, but in my opinion, Elliott just did a little more work. And I think that Fournette, he doesn't have the quarterback. That Elliott does, which is why Fournette is likely to do better than Bortles and win offensive rookie of the year. Well, there, there's one more potential uh, weapon out there on the free agent market, and it's uh, Gary Barnage, the tight end that formerly was of Cleveland and 
kind of got the nickname of being a touchdown machine at times. Do you think that would be a wise move for the Jaguars to, you know, inquire about his services? Absolutely. You know, during the offseason, the Jaguars traded Julius Thomas to the Miami Dolphins for offensive tackle Brandon Albert. So now it leaves them with Mercedes Lewis, who has been a Jaguar his entire career, but he's 33 years old. And age does play a factor, especially if you're playing at a position that's not quarterback. And it also leaves with Michael Rivera, who is coming over from the Raiders. And those two are their pretty much their only tight end options. They're average, but they're but I do not think that it's the best that he could do. Um Barnage, you know, when you look at him, he's not gonna have another twenty fifteen season. He had seventy nine catches for over a thousand yards and nine touchdowns. That was his major breakout year with Cleveland. But he's still a reliable receiver who can block. And he can open up the field with Rob, with Allen Robinson, Allen Burns on the outside, and with Westbrook and Marquise Lee. I just believe it's going to add another big weapon for Bortles that's going to cause defenses to basically say, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Just because they're all reliable and they all provide something to the game and that could help Bortles excel. So now that we have that all out of the way, what at the end of the year, where are the Jaguars? What is their record? And do they make any progress from years past? It depends on how Blake Bortles does. You know, if he does well, I say the Jaguars make the playoffs. Just because of the talent that they have, there should be no reason why they can't. And they've got the right men at the league uh, who's going to lead them uh, throughout the season, Doug Marone and Tom Coughlin. But if we see the Blake Bortles that we've seen the past three years, they're probably not going to win over five or six games. So they do have a little bit of improvement, but if Marone and Coughlin can work with Bortles, and Bortles doesn't make mistakes, or as many mistakes anyways, the Jaguars will improve no matter what, but they have a real good shot at making the playoffs this year. They're the one team that I believe that is, is going to surprise everyone. Well, thank you, Brandon. I appreciate you taking your time to give us a uh, preview of the Jacksonville Jaguar season. Yeah, thank you very much. It was it was awesome. Well, that's great. And like I said, you can look forward to a bunch of other previews. You can find Brandon at, on Twitter at Brandon underscore Ray 79. I am Ian Glendon, and you can find me at IGLEN31. 